Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. Welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, this is the Adalis Shuttlesworth podcast. It's quite a mouthful there. Uh, but I'm so happy that you tuned in. I am talking today about um, the few things that you have to do in order to be a better parent, to be the best parent. I, I don't know what I'm titling this thing. And I don't know how many points I'm going to get through. Um, but I, I, for right now, there's three. Um, and if you can tackle these three, maybe there'll be more in the, in the, in the days to come. I'm not sure, but I'm, I I don't want to be here for like two and a half hours because this is something that I'm like extremely passionate about. And if you are, um, a young mom, a young father, a young family, um, even if you have like six kids already, this is a good refresher. Cause I'd like to put it a refresher. It's, it's a good refresher. Um, when it comes to parenting. <laughs> um, and uh, I just want to encourage you, if you uh, don't turn this off, if if maybe you're at the age where you're like, nah, I'm, I'm still single. I don't, this is stuff that you, I want you to hide it in your heart. I want you to put that in the back uh, of your, of your b- brain. Like if there's a little pocket in the back of your brain so that you can like in the future, you know what I mean? You might need it. You could just like, oh, wait, let me dust that off and, and just get back there. Because I do remember Dallas was talking about it. Um, so here are three things that I need you to do in order for you um, to, to, to thrive. Listen, parenting is supposed to be a joyful thing. If it's not a joyful thing for you, you're doing it wrong. There I said it. You're doing it wrong. Uh, there, if you feel overwhelmed, that's one thing. Maybe you've got three kids all in the age of three, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you've got, uh, just a litany of things happening. If, 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 if you feel overwhelmed, that's one thing. Um, if you aren't enjoying the process, then we got to get down. We got to get down to the nitty and the gritty here. Uh, because there are things that you can implement to enjoy your child, and, and ultimately, I see this, um, you know, I see this at stores. Oddly enough, I'm at Target uh, quite often. And without fail, there is one crying kid, just like temper tantrum, falling on the floor, screeching. Um, and, and if this is you, I'm not trying to throw shade on you, but I'm trying to throw shade on you. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and if, if your child gets to that point where they're throwing a fit, you know, screaming, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And uh, you got to curb that thing. You got to curb that uh, rebellious spirit. Huh? See, because the fact of the matter is y'all think these little kids don't know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, um, you know, for a while now, you guys are treating them like little babies, like they're idiots, and they're not. They're absolutely not. I remember the first time um, that I saw the look of of rebellion in Camila. You might call me crazy, but Mama knows. Um, 
she was six months old. <laughs> she was six months. That's right. Six months old. I said, don't touch the, the, the electrical socket. And she put her finger right to the electrical socket because she had done it before. I said, no, no, I've never had to tell you this. So I'm going to give it a pass. But the next time you do it, you're going to get bow bows. So don't touch the socket. Well, she was testing the waters. She done put her little tiny chubby finger up on that uh, uh, socket. And she looked back like, what are you going to say? See, you think they're dumb. You treat them dumb and they become dumb. But when you treat them like um, they're intelligent human beings because they are intelligent human beings, huh? Uh, things are going to change for you. Uh, I, I, the, uh, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, there's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to say. So I'm just going to stay in line because I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere here today and it's going to help you out. New moms, new dads, new families, maybe not. Maybe you've been at it and you've just been doing it wrong. That's okay. Coming to the realization that, oops, I didn't do it with that one. And I see the difference. It's okay. But I want you to understand from the ages of zero to five, these are the most integral years of your child's life. Everything uh, for their future all of their personality traits, all of their characteristics, um, or like the, 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 you know, the, the, the character, how they build their character. It's all right here from the ages of zero to five. After the age of five, it's very difficult to curb, um, you know, different attitudes, different behaviors. But if you just stick with it for the first five years of this child's life, I am telling you what, it is going to pay off. You are going to see the fruit of your labor, but it takes effort, okay? So for all you parents out there that just think like, oh, glory to God, God's going to raise my, my child. That doesn't, no, he's entrusted us. He's entrusted you with that child. So, so it's a big responsibility. And these are some things that you can do to, um, you know, Nail it. Nail it at parenting. The first one we're going to talk about, and I've kind of like hit it a little bit when it comes to Camila. When I gave her pow pow for the first time, six months, people were like, wow, that's really young. No, she knew. And mama knows. The look of, of uh, you know, she's trying to test the waters, that look of uh, rebellion, huh? It was there. It was there. It was totally there. And so... um the very first thing you have to know in order to nail it at, at parenting is you need to discipline your child. Lots of you don't, and it you can tell. Lots of you don't, and you can tell. Um, I think like for a very long time, oops, I think for a while, like discipline has kind of been like something where you look at it and it's like kind of creepy because when you think discipline your child, it's like you're abusing your kid. That's, that's not true. That's not, I'm not, I'm not condoning you taking a brick, you know, and, and slamming your kid's face on it. I know that sounds graphic, but I just feel like there's this negativity that comes with giving pow pows. That's what we call it in my house. 
you gonna get pow pows. Um, and the fact of the matter is that we're not uh, when when I say discipline, it's not like taking the nearest object and and chucking it at your kid's head. It is like purposeful discipline. It's 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 there's purpose to it. I'm not doing it angry. Here's a here's a here's a uh, advice here. Don't do pow pows angry. Uh, you wait till the dust settles, but you have to revisit it. And the fact of the matter is that you have to train yourself not to react to your child, but to respond. There, there's a difference. So, so when you see that it happens and it irritates you, you have to kind of like hone that in. But discipline, especially uh, in the ages of like uh, one to three, because um, if if you don't do it in that window. And that's why if, if, if there was behavior um, that, needed <coughs> that needed to be addressed, there would be potty time. It didn't matter if I was in the restaurant. It didn't matter if I was in the movies. It didn't matter if I was in the church. Potty time was a time where papals were handed out freely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I did it. I made sure because, at the, at, you know, if you don't discipline them at the moment, they do it wrong. If you if you wait, you know, um, three hours, they've done they don't forget about it. And then, then, then you're giving them pow pow and they're grabbing their butts and they're like, wait, what did I do? I thought it was pretty good this last hour, these last 15 minutes. So for for the first like, you know, I'd say like you know, anywhere in the months and uh, up to three, you want to make sure that you're you're taking care of the pow pows within the time frame, like within a 15 minute time frame of when uh, the misbehavior happened. And that's going to take a lot of effort on your behalf so that you're not like reacting to it, <gasps> you know, losing your marbles on your kids. Um, you don't want to do that. That's that's counterproductive. You, you, you just don't want to do it. You don't want to lose control of the situation. You are the one that's supposed to be in control. You're the adult, huh? You're the adult. And so um, when we when we discipline, you have to make sure that that structure is in place. Okay. Here's another thing. You got to do it within, um, you know, zero to three. And when they get older, if, 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 you know, you're heated and it's a, a tense situation, you can speak to them and say, I'm going to address this when I'm not upset. And that's even scarier. <laughs> oh, I had that happen a couple times in my life. I'm address this. We'll talk about this. When do we get in the car? I'll talk about this, you know. So you just, uh, you, you, you postpone it, but you don't, you don't forget. See, the fact of the matter is that parents, they get lazy because it's like, if you've got multiple kids, holy moly, you got to address the situation with like four different topics, four different kids, and it takes a lot of effort. But the fact of the matter is the effort is worth it. The effort is so worth it. Um, so yeah. Keeping keeping the discipline within the time frame uh, from the ages of zero to three. I said one to three, but you know, you're not going to give pow pow to a newborn. <laughs> I'd hope. Um, and then as they get older, you can speak, and it's going to be less frequent. 
um, with, with, with girls as they get older, I think with, with boys, it's, you got to be pretty consistent, you know, through and through, uh, up, up till five, maybe past five. You know, I know um, my husband got spanked when he was 13. (laughs) We don't keep it real here. Um, so, so girls have a, a greater understanding and guys just, you know, they, 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 they're, they just want to, they, they, they react on impulse and they do things that maybe they're not thinking through. Whereas uh, a girls, you know, they're more, they, they have a, a better ability to like understand at a younger age. So just kind of keep that in mind. You know, like if, 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 if you see that, like you're consistently giving pow pows and disciplining your girl and she's responding really well to it. And your son is like, man, I got I feel like I got to pow pow him like five times a day. It's okay. That's okay. You know, we have different characters. We have di- different, uh, uh, you know, chemical makeups. That's all, just, hey, there's room. There's room for that. But being consistent and never giving up and never just, uh, again, don't do that. Didn't I tell you not to do that? When, when, we, when you said that before, you gave him pow, but now you didn't. So now he thinks it's okay because he, he broke it down he, or he broke you down. Well, if I continue to do it, I won't see the pow pow. See, you're 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 subconsciously training them um, to be like, oh, the, it, it, this this same behavior entails a different response when mommy's in a different mood, when daddy's in a different mood, or or when he's just tired, he won't. So now he, they know, they know, they know how to play you. They know how to, uh, uh, you know get around the situation. So your consistency is absolutely key to that. Um, consistency, consistency. Just, just remind yourself of that. Um, there's consistency. That's that aspect. Uh, and then there's, uh, how to do it. Okay. So again, telephone wire. I've heard it all. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. The chanclas, um, a slap in the head, a slap in the face. That that is offensive to me. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. A slap in the face and a slap in the head, even the slap in the hands is not okay. There's a there's a there's a place in your body that's cushioned. You know where I'm going. It's the bum. It's the bum. That's where you do the pow pows. And for me. And this could change for everything, for, for everyone. But to me, the number of completion was seven. So I would give Camila seven good whacks on the bum whenever she would do something. And it was, I mean, it's incredible. I, I, from, from like, you know, the, the first time I gave her pow, which was when she was touching the electrical socket or whatever, uh, I gave her a, like, like a, literally, a, the most gentlest tap on the bum. And I mean, it just, it was heartbreaking. She fell to the floor <gasps> like she understood. And this is the, very important. When there's remorse, that's when you come in with the love. You don't continue to bash them over the head with a, with a, with a, you know, a negative word. Well, I told you, I told you that if you, if you did this, I'd, I'd, you know, you'd get pow pow. And he's crying. And you could tell there's remorse, there's regret, huh? At that point, what you're going to do in the bum bum, nowhere else, I'm telling you in the bum bum and nowhere else, please, please, um, 
what you're going to do is you're going to grab them. You're going to hold them. It doesn't matter how, how, how uh, upset you are at the situation. What ended up breaking? It might have been your 70-inch uh, screen TV. Who cares? Okay? There's mistakes that have been made. And you are going to forgive them. And so when you see that remorse, when you see, there, there should not be laughing. If, 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 if your child is laughing and holding on to his belly, like, yeah, that's cute. You're not doing it hard enough. And you're not serious enough about it because they, they know the difference when somebody's serious. And that's why I had a serious face and I said, I told you not to do that, Camila. I changed from just my happy demeanor, went to something very stern and very strict. Too often, parents just want to be like cutesy and they want to be your kid's best friend. That's not the t- You're not called to be your kid's best friend. You're called to be the parent. You're called to train them up in the way that they should go. And what people fail to understand is pow pows are just, they're just, it's, 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 it's a physical demonstration that there's a penalty to doing something that's wrong. See, if, if your child has never grown up with understanding my behavior will cause something to happen that, that could be, um, not favorable to me. If they grow up without that, <laughs> you, you, you raise people that don't have fear of judgment, which those people are called reprobates. I've, that's, that's just what it is. Someone who has no morality, no, uh, uh, you know, uh, virtue when you have no morality you don't really have a good gauge on what's right and what's wrong this is where you and i come into play huh because you got to teach those kids what's right and what's wrong what's right has consequences they're good consequences they're love and 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 uh gifts there are uh privileges when you do what's right, there's blessing. When you do what is right, what is correct. But on the, on, the, on the flip side, there's also judgment that comes when you do what is wrong. There's consequences as well. There's penalties. There's, um, you know, arrest. <laughs> there's fines. There's bodily injury, bodily harm, mental damage. You know, <clears throat> you're thinking at these. You're thinking these kids. Adalis, relax. It's, you know, she's three years old. He's four years old. But that's that's what how um, we kind of. That's where we miss it, because if we understand their their spirit, and I say this in in the Mighty Series books, which we're going to get into that in a second, okay? Uh, but in my book. There, uh, I, I open up the, like you open up the tab, it's a, it's a word for me or whatever. And um, I talk about how a, a, a child's spirit is fully developed. So when you're talking these truths to them, you're talking past the, you know, front lobe of their brain and you're going deep down inside into their spirit and you're speaking to that spirit. That's full grown. That ain't, there ain't no junior Holy Spirit. There's not a baby spirit. 
that spirit is full grown and knows exactly what you're talking about. It knows exactly what's right and what's wrong because we're all, we, we're made in the image of Christ. We're all spirit beings. So there's already like a, a sensitivity when it comes to things that are right and wrong, right? And so it, <clears throat> if you continue to negate that, if you continue to, to kind of like throw it off, like, oh, well, they don't know any better. You know, you do yourself a huge disservice because they do know. They do know and they're waiting for, for, for the affirmation of the parents to come behind them and say, yeah, you know what, that registered. And they're not going to say, you know what, mom, that really registered with my spirit. They're not going to say that. They're not going to say it. But you can do it in a way. You can discipline in a way where you can show that kid love. Now, Jonathan would always remark every time I'd go to give Camila Pau Pau that she'd come back and she'd be happy. And she'd be like, she was, she'd be in the worst mood before. And then she'd do something, act out, do something that I would say is inappropriate. And then I'd go give her pow pow on a bum seven times because that's the number of completion. Y'all can do it three times, whatever. But I found seven was effective. Um, and, and by the time I reinforced the negative <clears throat> behavior, I didn't say, I, I, I won't say reinforce the negative. I, I, I like honed in on, on the negative uh, behavior, but reinforced the love, reinforced that I care for her, that I'm doing this to better her life, um, throwing my hands around her, giving her a kiss and saying, I love you so much. And I don't want to see you behave this way. This is going to be for your benefit. And then when you add scripture to it, you, you win. You begin to win. <laughs> because now it's, 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 I'm doing this because I, it's, it's, there's a principle that I want you to understand. I'm not doing this because mommy's in a bad mood. I'm not doing this because, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. Because uh, uh, we, the, there's, uh, the, I haven't had this payment yet. <clears throat> I'm doing this based on the Bible principles that that we have to stand firm in. Your behavior was out of line because of this, and the Bible says this. And so, you know, t taking that, it, it carries like a greater weight because all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's, they go past you and say, you know what, this is, this is <clears throat> bigger, bigger than that. You know, this, this behavior is bigger. And, and they're not going to, uh, again, they're not going to be like, yeah, I understand uh, that this, this behavior is going to affect. No, you know, they might just kind of like put their head down and continue to cry. But you're doing it. You're talking to their spirit. You're talking to their spirit. It's so important. <clears throat> Proverbs thirteen twenty four. Sorry, I keep coughing, but what are you going to do? Those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Um, 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 what? That's in the Bible. So I'm saying this. <laughs> Pretty strong, I think. Um. God is, God's stance on it is a lot stronger. You hate your kid if you spare them the rod of discipline. You ha hate, hate. That's Proverbs 13, 24, again. But those who love their children care enough to discipline them. 
the ESV says, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. There's, you got to be diligent. There it is. You really absolutely do have to be diligent in your pursuit of discipline. And <clears throat> there'd be times where Camila would do something and, you know, it would be funny to me. But it was morally wrong. It was principally wrong. So <clears throat> I could, uh, you know, I could have, I could have laughed, which I, I kind of chuckled. But, uh, you know, I, I had to get in the mode where it's incorrect. This behavior is incorrect if it's towards me or another individual. So that behavior has to be nipped in the bud. I got it. I have to be uh, diligent to see it through every single time she does that. So, you know, you just might be in a good mood and all of a sudden things don't rub you the right way or, or the, the, the wrong way like they did yesterday because you were on two hours of sleep and now you got a good six. Um, but ultimately, your consistency is absolutely key. Your diligence is absolutely key in discipline. And again, if you use the, the timeout chair, you're missing it. You are missing it. That is not discipline. What is going, looking at a corner doing? There has to, you have to emphasize that there is a physical manifestation for rebellion. There is a physical consequence to doing something that is wrong. And if you don't do that, you're doing yourself a big disservice. <laughs> Because it, it's, it's important that these truths, we, we can know, we know as adults, if I choose to behave a certain way, there is going to be a consequence for it. I can pick up a blunt. I can continue on in that lifestyle and I can suffer the consequences of that. Why? How? Because I understand if I carry the blunt, I'm going to be out for the next four and a half hours. That means laziness. I don't know who's going to pick up my daughter. I can get in trouble. I, you know, <clears throat> it's just, there's a litany. There's like, there's, the, there's, it's a ripple effect. If I get on a motorcycle and I want to like, you know, uh, uh, speed 198 miles an hour down the highway, there's going to be a consequence to that. Correct. You are telling your child, when you choose to disobey, there is going to be a physical consequence for you doing things incorrectly, for you doing things, maybe not incorrectly, but for you to, to do things um, that are rebellious by nature. You, you, this, is, this is the whole point of discipline, is to, to eradicate the rebellion, eradicate the rebellion by pow-powings. I, I, and let me tell you, there's a direct correlation with homosexuality. I, I'm going to go there with homosexuality and the lack of discipline here in America. Uh, but before lots of people would come, uh, to the forefront of the homosexuality thing, but it was, they had a past that was dark um, there was molestation involved. Uh, there's a high, high, high majority of homosexuals here in the United States uh, that suffered with some kind of traumatic childhood where there was rape, uh, molestation, some crazy behavioral thing that they were exposed to. 
And and that in turn messed them up. And they're like, nah, you know, this is. And if you sit down with, there's a huge majority of, of homosexuals who will say, yeah, I, I started being sexually active when I was six, seven. I mean, think about that. I, and I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke. That's, that happens. Uh, and then you see that there's a large percentage of homosexualities in, in the body of Christ. And uh, I, I know, for one, uh, this, this because he, he you know, uh, I just am familiar. I'm just going to keep it very low-key. Um, but he would call his mom the B-word as a, like, 14-year-old kid. And his dad would just sit by, and his mother would be like, now, so-and-so, don't talk to me like that. Girl, <laughs> if I ever called my mom the B word, I'd wake up next Friday with a catheter as a charm bracelet. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. No, no regard for respect. No regard for judgment. If your child is going in, in, into that realm of rebellion where she openly just calls you whatever she wants, it's, it's, it's time to nip that in the bud. It's time to nip that in the bud. Uh, because that's absolutely inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. And, and, and it's really, really sad because a lot of you might have experienced discipline. I guess this whole thing is going to be about discipline because I'm, I'm not even in point two three, uh, or three. <clears throat> but a lot of you might have experienced discipline in your home where it was outlandish. Any little thing was, you know, and not even a pow pow, it was a punch in the head. It was a punch in the chest. It was like a, you know, like something that was like, you know, physically tormenting you know as a kid you you, you just kind of like you it, it, whatever you know because because uh, I guess God like made us to be that way but then you grow up and you think that was not normal what what my dad did that was not normal what my mom did and so then you think discipline as abuse as like a a, a physical like neglecting of of love, you know, like of, of your, your, your parenting, whatever. I I don't even know. I don't, I wouldn't even know how to put it into words. And so you take a look at what your family did, your parents did like, and you just don't want to do that. You don't want to have anything to do with it. So you'd almost rather just kind of like ignore the situation. That's not going to help either. You ignoring and making sure there was another guy that I saw in, in, in a church service um, and his wife ha- was had the son and the son was just he knew what to do. He didn't want to be in the service. So he, he put his head back and just started screaming and kicking. And do you know what that's that 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 husband did? That's exactly right. He did nothing. And he just tried to ignore. It's like I'm. I'm two rows in front of you and I can't ignore it. How can you pretend to ignore that this behavior is going on? Ignoring the situation is not going to help. Hoping that things get better is not going to help. That's when you implement the pow pow. And with the pow pow, that's why, that's why God says he chastises or he disciplines those he loves. 
If you uh, 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 fail to do that, you fail to love your child, to, to take the time to sit with them and say, listen, this behavior is not going to get you very far. I hope if you're talking to me like this, I, I, I don't even want to know how you're talking to your teacher. This isn't going to fly. This is going to get you in trouble. And I love you enough to tell you that this is not okay. Ignoring, allowing, making, making allowances for the disrespect. Hail to the no, to the no, no, no. I just, I want to, I want to emphasize that because ultimately when you get to heaven, those little, those little eternal beings, they're going to be under your belt. You're the one that's going to be responsible for that. And I'm really honing in on the mothers too, because I think a lot of, uh, a lot of you might just be like, well, I don't really think that's necessary. I love my son. And it's like, no, no, this is going to benefit your son. Trust and believe. Trust and believe. Proverbs 29, 17 says, discipline, discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. Hmm? If you wake up and you're like, oh, these kids, you're doing it wrong. Because when you discipline them, it's almost like a readjustment, like a realignment and it, it, I, I, I know for a fact that that's exactly what it is because I'd see it with Camila. I'd see that she was off. She'd be misbehaving. She'd be. And and then uh, I'd there'd be a pow pows given. And all of a sudden it was like a, a realignment. And so it says here in the Bible, Proverbs 29, 17, if you discipline them right, if you discipline them correctly, <clears throat> They're going to give you peace of mind and they make your heart glad. So you're not going to be at, you're not going to be at a place where you feel overwhelmed. Okay. Because they know, they, are, they know the authority. It's interesting uh, that uh, at growing up, my mom would be the one that would be like the disciplinary. So, but we'd push the limits with her. There was five of us, you know, so we'd push it, you know, and whenever she'd really like had enough, she'd just like snap, ah, you know. And so, you know, we'd kind of chuckle and be like, idiot, you know, stop it, you know, she did it, you know. But then if my, my daddy got involved, <laughs> that was a sobering experience. All I'd have to say is, what's going on? And you'd pee your pants a little bit. And then it was just like, everybody just like, whoop. You know, because they, they, they recognize authority and you could be that authority figure. And it's not to, to scare like I'm just scared of you. That's not you're not doing it right if they're scared of you. It's it's to let them know I'm the one in charge here. I'm the one in authority. And and this home is going to function the way I want it to. This home is not going to be a home with with kids screeching, screaming, pulling hair and fighting. This is going to be a, a sanctuary. This is going to be a place of rest. This is going to be a place of joy. This is going to be a place of love. We're going to hug each other. We're going to love each other. We're going to be uh, uh, there for each other. It's, it's not to say that that's going to be a perfect thing, that there's not going to be fighting between siblings. Of course there is. But but if it's an everyday th- occurrence and you feel like ripping your hair out, you got to start the pow-pows. Hand them out freely. 
and um, and make give yourself an allowance for when things are off. If you are a very strict, regimented, routine parent, and so are they, you raise those kids to be up, you know, in, in that in that manner, uh, just like very routine. If if there's like a revival, and all of a sudden they're acting funky because they were supposed to be in bed and it's now eleven thirty, uh, give yourself an allowance for that, but don't make it consistent, where it's like they feel free just because they're tired to smack you in the head. First of all, any kind of smack is is any physical, <laughs> any like if if you, any physical thing that you um your child is doing like. T- towards you or your husband or vice versa um is is automatic automatic discipline but you're gonna give them a little bit of leg room when um you know they're just overtly tired they're not feeling well you know you're you're gonna give them a pass for these things but if you see that that behavior is happening consistently and you keep saying oh it's because they're tired Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And and I I I implemented that with Camila a heck of a long time ago. Uh, because everybody's tired. Everybody doesn't get enough sleep. Just because you're you're tired doesn't mean that you can act in a horrible way. It doesn't mean you can be a little brat and get away with it. If you're tired, go take a nap. You know what I mean? And, and, and again, there'd be like times where you were flying and there's, there's travel and X, Y, Z. I'm going to allot you that. But if, it, if I start seeing that it's a consistent thing and it's, it's now, no, I want you to know this, regardless of how tired you are, you're going to get a pow pouse. That's just how it is. Because you don't also want to write off certain behaviors because you're tired, like an emotional trigger. Well, we, we'll let this pass because then they think that they're free to behave any way they want when they're emotionally triggered, when something's not perfectly in alignment. That's not okay. That is not okay. So I'm not, I'm not a fan of, of the, the corner timeout. No. You got you to gotta really make contact with their booty. Boom, boom, boom. And, and and then don't forget to show them the love. That's where it is is uh, the most important. It's like, okay, you did something wrong, but I want you to know I love you so much. And I'm not mad. Look at me. Look at mama. I am not mad. Papa's not mad. We love you so much. And, and we love you so much that we don't want you to do this and continue to do this. Because there's consequences to it. Huh? That's, that's number one. That's step number one. Discipline your child. You want to win? You want to be a parent who is constantly winning? You want to be a parent that is not going to be frustrated when your kid is 15, 16, 17 years down the road? I'm going to tell you what. Start the discipline. And let me tell you, lots of people might, might not agree with that it, within your own family. Why are you hitting him? Your, 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 your mother, your mother-in-law trying to defend your, your son for that kind of baby. Well, don't hit him. Well, don't, don't give him pals. Uh, no, that's, no, that, that's, that's cause for, no, I need you to stay out of it. 
And, and you, have to be, you have to be firm about that because a lot of people are going to try to like, you know, come in and, and usurp your authority and say no. And it's going to confuse your kid when he knows my mom is consistent. And this behavior, even though I can do it at, at, at grandma's house, it ain't going to fly when I, you know, step foot in the threshold of my home. This is not, it ain't going to fly. And I can't look to somebody and be like, are you going to, you know, defend me? You know, are you going to like intervene? No, because you can intervene all you want. I'm, I'm, I, you're going to get a pow pow for doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, so you got to do it. You want to win? You want to see the fruit of your labor? You want, you want, uh, this is, and, and it's the, the first and, and most basic step out of them all. Because if, if you don't get this, you can implement all the other stuff and it's just going to be a wash. Really, I really strongly believe that most people, most kids, um, re- regardless of, of the upbringing, regardless of how much word you have them, if there isn't physical discipline for the actions that they take that are wrong actions, wrong behaviors, wrong attitudes, uh, it's, it, you set them back so, so many years back. So many years back. So start today and watch the benefit. And you're going to be like, you know, they're going to look at you and be like, who's this person giving me pals? But you stay at it consistently and you're going to reap the benefit of it. Trust and believe. I'll say it again. Trust and believe me. Um, Okay, that's the first step. I don't know how long this has been, but I'm going to cut it off here. And then we'll get to steps two and three, hopefully next broadcast. Let me know you are listening. This is the Adalis Shuttlesworth Podcast. Subscribe. And um, go on Instagram and and uh, take a screenshot as to um, which one you're hearing. I've, I've I've seen posts, you know, podcast 107, 102, 100, whatever, whatever podcast you're listening to. I want you to post it. Let me know that you are listening. And every week I'm doing a drawing for some kind of giveaway. I did fifty dollars cash. Um, I might do a book this week. Not quite sure. Um, but it'll be a surprise. So for whoever posted up, I'm, I'm screenshotting every one of um, those posts so that I can put you in a drawing. And I love you. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. Hey, before you go real quick, I just want to ask, has there ever been a time in your life where you've committed to serving Jesus Christ? Has there ever been a time in your life where you've confessed him as Lord and Savior of your life? If the answer is a no, or maybe you're not sure, I want you to pray this simple prayer with me. Listen, there's nothing better than knowing that you're right with God. And there really is a heaven. There really is a hell. And and you have to make that decision today. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to stay with the world or are you going to faithfully serve God? And I hope you can say, I want to faithfully serve God because listen, the signs are there. It's a crazy world we live in. So would you pray this prayer with me? Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of my life. He's your son. He died on the cross, but on the third day rose from the dead to forgive me of my sin. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am forgiven. I'm set free. I'm a child of God in Jesus name. And if you prayed that prayer, this is me clapping for you. (laughs) You made my day. 
You made my day. Uh, congratulations. Welcome to the family. I'm so proud that you made this decision. It's quite literally the greatest decision of your life. And um, I'm just happy that I got to pray you in the in the in this prayer and lead you in this wonderful relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And if you made that commitment with me today, I want you to go to revivaltoday.com. That's our ministry page. And there's a button. It says "Just Got Saved." I want you to hit that button and let me know that you prayed this prayer with me. And we will send you a little package just to say thank you uh, for praying this wonderful prayer. And uh, welcome to the family. I love you. Besitos.